This episode is brought to you by Trailer Park Yard Games, where over 28 games are delivered directly to your party. We park the trailer, you party. They were getting ready to do their final walkthrough, and it was a colder morning, and steam was coming out of the toilet. Ooh. The reason steam was coming out of the toilet is they had hooked the hot water up to the toilet. Yeah. And uh, so we had hot water being pumped Is in. that for your bidet? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I was about to say, a little <laughs> sauna every time you go to the bathroom. imagine a bidet and, like, some hot water just starts yeah. spraying on you? Open no, your, that was... Open your pores. It, you, you definitely <laughs> need to have them inspected. But one of the things that, that I think enough people don't Let's have a chat, talk this and that with BB and Jay-Z. Hey, 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 welcome to the PB and Jay-Z podcast. I'm Bill Stedham, and to my right... I'm Sarah Padgett, and to my right... I'm Jay-Z George, <laughs> nice to be here. You know, we are very, very fortunate today to have an, have an individual with us that... I'm going to say about 25 years ago, on the first home inspection I ever was involved with as a real estate agent, his dad did it. Oh, okay. Did, did his nice. dad did it, and he was with another company. And his dad decided, "Hey, I'm going to go out on my own." And uh, so he took some time off and then started a company. Awesome. Jonathan, go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us who you're with. And who's your daddy? Who's, who's your daddy? daddy? <laughs> who's, who's your daddy? I like it. All right. It's going to be that kind of podcast. Uh, uh, yeah. My name is Jonathan Crow. I am a home inspector. I've been a home inspector since I was two. So my dad and my granddad were both home inspectors before I was. I walked my first roof when I was five. Uh, my granddad's license number is 28. Uh, wow. So I've been doing this for a long, long time. I got my license basically the day I turned 18. So uh, I jumped right into the family business. Awesome. What were you doing at two inspecting homes? Were you just like <laughs> yeah, knocking on walls? Yeah, he, <laughs> he would was hand checking me the, plug. the outlet. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly right. Yeah. He'd hand me the plug tester. I'd crawl over there, plug it in, make there, there were two lights, and we were good to go. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> so did was there ever a point in your life that you said, I'm never going to be yeah. a home inspector? Or was it always like, that looks cool? Yeah. Actually, my whole life, I was uh, never going to be a home inspector are you kidding those guys work so hard crawling under houses and hot attics and houses that don't have air conditioning hey no yeah (laughs) that was not for me um and then i realized how expensive college was and that my daddy wasn't going to pay for it so uh my dad's a big believer you should pay for your own college because you you do better when you pay for your own college so he said well why don't you do home inspections you know to pay for college and then you can go do whatever it is you wanted to do and I just fell in love with it. There was something about helping people, you know, with the biggest real estate transaction, the biggest transaction they're probably ever going to do. Right. And that that um, that Sherlock Holmes kind of feel, you know, mm-hmm. where you're like checking it out. You're trying to find every little thing, you know, it's like a little puzzle. And I, I really just found that I enjoyed it. So, awesome. so I just stuck with it. Well, what's involved in a home inspection? So we know because we're in real estate mm-hmm. and obviously, well, and, you know. And before we go there, just for anybody listening, because I know a lot of my clients get appraisals, inspections, surveys. They get all those kind of mixed oh, up. Oh, they sure yes. do all yeah. the time. Yeah. So that could be part of your answer, too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so let's 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 dive into that first, because that's a big thing. So surveys and appraisals and home inspections are three completely different things. So surveys is all about the property lines. What is the property? Where are the easements? Things like that. Appraisal is all about value. How much is the home worth? Not necessarily how much it'll sell for, but what is the value of the home? And home inspections are all about condition. So the appraisal and the uh, survey ultimately go back to the lender. That's for them to be able to decide, hey, are we going to loan money on this? The home inspection is 100% 
for the buyer. So what is the condition of the home? You know, is the AC working? It doesn't need foundation repair. It doesn't need a new roof, those kinds of things. And so uh, when you think home inspections, think condition, everything else is about what it is or how much it's worth. So, you know, we have a lot of people when they're buying a home, they think they're going to go get the home inspection. It's going to give them a shopping list Mm. of items, one through 90, that they're then going to give to the seller. And the seller is going to go and fix every item on the home inspection. That's not what the purpose of it is, is it? No. Um, the purpose of the home inspection has dramatically changed over the last 20 years. You know, when uh, home inspections originally uh, were created, we basically just did foundation, major appliances, you know, defects. When well, we've come a long way to adding a lot of safety-related items to the home inspection, GFCIs, AFCIs, smoke detectors, carbon monoxide detectors, springs on interior garage doors. So, no, you're not going to fix everything that's on a home inspection report. That's It's, it's ludicrous. And what you're going to ask for is dramatically going to depend on what the market is. And one of the things that we train our home inspectors is that's not what we do well. We find defects. We report those defects. Your real estate agent should be the one who's navigating, okay, this is what we have. This is what I feel like we can legitimately ask for and we can negotiate for it. The reality is if you paid dollars $50,000 over asking price, you're not asking somebody to replace a window. That's that's the reality. You know, yeah. if there were 17 other buyers lining up on the street behind you to buy it, you're not asking for $500 in concessions. You're eating it and you move on. Right. But if you were the only person to make an offer on a house that's been on the that's been on the market for 18 months, yeah, you might very well ask for a, a lot more leverage. Exactly. Yeah. But that's not what a home inspector does. That's what your real estate agent does. Well, we just provide you with all of the information so you can make good decisions from there. Yeah. So what does, how long does a home inspection take normally? And I know it depends on the size of the house. Right? Yeah. So generally I say about a, an hour per thousand square feet plus a half an hour. So our company, we deliver the report on site at the time of the inspection. So you're not having to wait up until midnight trying to get that report. So uh, we usually tack on about a, a, another half an hour. And then it depends on what ancillary services there are. So like if you're doing a termite inspection or a pool or a sprinkler or a well, septic, separate structure, these things can add a lot of time. So, okay. um, but uh, we require our guys to stay on site for a minimum of two hours, which is sometimes fun because you inspect like a 400 square foot condo and you're done in 30 minutes like you and you're <laughs> just yeah. hanging out cool just hang it out we'll, we'll inspect the whole house again you know yeah. <laughs> so but yeah but generally three to four hours kind of give or take okay one thing i like about the home inspection thing is um usually there's like a time at the end where the home buyer can come back in and kind of talk to the inspector about like what they found that's like major and get shown pictures and all that kind of stuff where at that point if they have questions about a specific thing that the inspector found, they're usually pretty knowledgeable about, oh, well, that means this, or this isn't really concerning, or maybe the inspector will be like, run, this house is about to fall. (laughs) Yeah. So so I'm a big believer in knowledge. I love to teach. Honestly, if teachers got paid what teachers deserve to get paid, I would have done that with my life. Um, But I love having the client there for as much of the inspection as possible. It's the longest chance they get to be in the home before they actually get to buy it. We get to talk to them a lot. We get to show them a lot of cool stuff about the house. Um, but if they can only come at the very end, then that's great. We'll, we'll go over all the list of the deficiencies and we can actually go lay hands on them. There's something about being able to touch something that makes it feel a lot more comfortable, even with photos and videos and all of that stuff. Being able to touch it helps a lot. So a lot of our clients do arrive at the last hour or so and we go over the entire printed report so we can look at everything. Nice. So I can speak from experience because Jonathan's company did an inspection for Ann and I a few months ago. 
we were looking at buying a house and we had them come out to do it. And it was, it took them about five and a half hours to do it. It was a big house. And, but we loved, loved, and you know, we're in industry. So we know we were in there a lot and they were extremely thorough and constantly were calling Ann over to say, Hey, look at this, or let me show you this. Did you know you had this? Uh, you know, we, we had never bought a house with a sub-zero refrigerator in it before and some of the features that were in this house. It was it was a very eye-opening experience, even being in the industry. Well, let me ask you this. So what if you've owned a house for a while and maybe it's been a few years since it's been inspected? Is that still an, you know, an okay thing to do is just to go get an inspection or do you just recommend it when you're when you're buying? Yeah. So there was a big move in the industry. We thought we were going to revolutionize the home inspection industry by telling people they should get an inspection every single year. And nobody would do it. And the reality is, for the most part, when you're living in a home, if something goes bad, you're going to contact a specialist, right? right. AC's not blowing as well as you'd like. You, yeah, you could have a home inspector come out. But we work like general practitioners. You go to your doctor for a rash, he's just going to send you off to a dermatologist. Right. And we would end up doing the exact same thing. So uh, what I would call like maintenance inspections never really took off. Uh, we do a couple of them every year, but they're very, very rare. Primarily, we do people who are getting ready to buy people who are getting ready to sell or people who have been in the home for a year uh, and it's brand new and their builder warranty, their bumper to bumper warranty, if you will, is getting ready to run out. We go out and we do an inspection. So if there's anything wrong, the builder will fix it under that. Well, if you're buying a new house, you don't need an inspection, right? Right. Yes, absolutely. (laughs) Builders are perfect. Never make mistakes and absolutely don't want to cheat anybody out of anything. Right. No, um, uh, especially right now when the builder's well, now the market's kind of start, starting to shift a little bit. The builders are a little bit more willing to play ball. Um, but especially in the height of the seller's market that we've just gone through, um, builders were very, hey, take it or leave it. I don't care. I've got five more people sitting on a, on right. a runway ready to buy it for $50,000 more than you paid for it. So, no, they, they had a lot of mistakes. And I find that the builders who say, this is going to be your first perfect house. You're never going to find it. You're not going to find anything. Those are the worst. Yeah, worst. Those are the ones the you got to worry about. Yeah, yeah. exactly. It's because they have no expectation that there's going to be things wrong. But the well, builders, then they're not even open for the criticism if right. they think it's perfect. Yeah. No, right. no, they're not. Yeah. And, and they make mistakes. You know, Ann was doing a, a, a new build not too long ago, and they were getting ready to do their final walkthrough, and it was a colder morning and steam was coming out of the toilet. The reason steam was coming out of the toilet is they had hooked the hot water up to the toilet. Yeah. And uh, so we had hot water being pumped Is in. Is that for your bidet? Oh, my yeah, God. Yeah, I was about to say, a little sauna every time Can you imagine you a bidet bathroom. and, like, some hot water just starts yeah. spraying on you? Open no, your, that was, open your pores. It, you, you definitely <laughs> need to have them inspected. But one of the things that, that I think enough people don't do and, you know, we just went through a crazy market where you could say, I'm going to list a piece of junk. And before you could even sign the paper, you had several offers. Well, we're out of that market now. We're still in a very, very good market. But one of the things I think people do not do enough of, and that's getting their home inspected before they put it on the market. I love when sellers do that. Yeah. How Absolutely. do you feel about that, Jonathan? And Honestly, I feel like in the 80s when home inspections came about, they did it wrong, right? They came from a perspective of protecting the buyer, which makes really good sense. But if you look at the real estate transaction and how it actually flows, it makes more sense to put the home inspection at the beginning. Because the reality is if I go out to my house and I say, 
um, yeah, you've got a couple of missing shingles. If you're the seller and you own that inspection report, you can send a roofer up there to repair those couple of shingles and give the buyer a clean report that says it's all good to go. But if I'm working for the buyer and I say, yeah, you're missing a couple of shingles, what does the buyer want? New roof. New, New roof. roof, right? <laughs> right. Exactly. Right. And so everything from the, from the home inspection perspective makes a whole lot more sense if you put it at the beginning. And there are areas of the country where that's really common. There are parts of California, parts of Miami, uh, in Canada. That's how the vast, vast majority of them are done. It just never really took off here. We really couldn't convince sellers to pay that money, even though they were going to sell their house for more, sell it quicker, and have less negotiations in the process. Mm-hmm. Say, say, say that again. They're going to sell their house for less or more money if they get it inspected They'll first. sell it for more money. Almost always. Yep. They'll have less hassle on the way to the closing table and the repairs will cost them less money because they're in control of what's going to be repaired. Well, and they're getting to pick who's repairing them too. And, you, you know, go. they can kind of control what that quote looks like. Um, I think buyer's price tags are way higher than what things actually mm-hmm. cost. So I think it puts a lot of control back into the seller. I wish I wish they would all do that. Yeah. So do I. I. I really do. And then we've seen this new movement that, that has started that I hope doesn't take off. And that's a, a company out there that's giving us repair estimates, mm. uh, which which are ridiculous. Because you don't uh, know. Yeah, you, you don't know. know, you know, you can't just go to a computer and say, okay, this is the issue and this is what it's going to cost. Mm-hmm. Well, and they have to see YA, right? Because if they right. tell you that it's only going to be $1,500 and then it's $5,000, then they're on the hook for that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, and, that? A, and the bigger issue is, is it comes in so high. You know, I saw one the other day came in at $30,000, but there wasn't a single major item on it. So, wow. so I sat down with the person who gave us that and I said, hey, let's talk about this for a second went to the owner of that company and we we had a meeting, good meeting, got a cup of coffee and said, let's look at what just happened here. Because of course that deal fell out. It was over a you know, three or $400,000 house. And there's no way a buyer is gonna stay in that because they're scared to death at this moment. Right, and they have a price tag on yeah, it. Yeah, and, and it was it was stupid. There was something like $126 to change air filters. Oh on, an, on the inspection report said they don't need to be changed, but it would occasionally service them. So they put the quote on it oh. and those type of things started adding up. So I think there's some danger in some that. Some people try to, you know, go above and beyond, but they, they go the wrong direction. <laughs> yeah, we, we call those white knights, you yes. know, where they feel like they're charging into everybody's rescue and all they're really doing is just trampling, them. Yeah, yeah. trampling everything. Yeah. So, so what does an average home inspection cost? And I know that's a loaded question too, but if you had a range, just so people kind of know. Yeah, so it really depends on the house that you're buying obviously, and the square footage location and what ancillary services you need, right? So pool, sprinkler, spa, separate structures can really jack up a price. Um, So like we're doing an inspection today for $1,600, but it's got a horse arena, a barn, you know, all of that. For the average homeowner, I would say you're probably looking somewhere between five and $700 for a home inspection. Um, There are people out there that will do it dirt cheap. Just keep in mind, you get what you pay for. Um, So, you know, in, in, in the state of Texas, you can actually get a home inspection license and never have set foot in someone's house what yeah wow. so you can you go take your courses you go take your exams oh, like real estate yeah exactly you yeah. can become a real estate agent and never have sold a house yeah so you, you really have to be careful check out especially if you're going to be getting a cheap cheap company 
ask for a license number. Uh, find out how many inspections they're doing a year. You know, our inspectors do 350 to 500 inspections every single year. The average new guy will take four or five years to get to 300 inspections. Right. So you really got to find that confidence and what they're going to back it up with as well. And, and who, so you mentioned the being licensed. So who are you guys regulated by? Uh, same people home, uh, real estate agents are, TREC, the Texas Real Estate Commission. So they, okay. we have our separate uh, advisory board. Um, but yeah, we are licensed and regulated by the Texas Real Estate Commission. So if you have a home inspector, he says, well, I'm not licensed, but I can come out and take a look at it. Run. Run like the other way. Yeah, well, and y'all have a certain set of, like, there's a certain set of things that you guys have to check from yes. the state, right? So yes. you kind of have like a um, template that you have to follow, right? Yeah. So the state mandates the, the minimum level that a home inspection is required to meet. We call it the standards of practice. And we even have a mandatory report template. So we have to put it all basically in the same order, which makes it just nice for real estate agents primarily because buyers don't really do enough. So we can find the summary page. You got it. That's right. Get to summary page. Page 11, that's where it starts. You know, let's go. Uh, but it puts it all in the same basic order. But that having been said, not all home inspectors are created equal. So right. now, not only may they not see something that they should have seen, but also this inspector says, you know, oh, well, we recommend you change your filter, even though it's not dirty, where another inspector says, yeah, AC's filter's fine, you're good to go. So it really just kind of depends. You know, Ann's been doing this 29 years, and I've been doing it close to 25 years. We were very happy with choosing TechSinspect to do our inspections. Sure. Now, we didn't end up buying a house. It had nothing to do with the inspection. But we were extremely happy with it. We were extremely happy with what we paid for. And I, I think the thing that people have to realize when you started talking about expense is don't look for the cheapest on anything. Yeah. That's a huge mistake. Uh, you know, if you're trying to make a decision on the most, ex the most highest financial decision you're going to make in your lifetime of buying a house, yet I'm going to go skimp on the inspector that's buying it. That or inspecting it, that's that's stupid. I, I got an offer yesterday from a buyer, no option period. I'm like, okay. 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 Yeah, that doesn't even make sense. Yeah. And keep I mean, it mind, does for my seller, but. <laughs> even if you don't have an option period, you can still get an inspection. Yes, you can. Right? Yeah. I always say it's fine to buy a house as is, as long as you know what as is is. Yeah. Right. You know? And right. on that negotiation, on that, you know, the, the cheap thing, I think the same thing applies to real estate agents. Oh, if your absolutely. real estate agent comes out and Preach. they come out out of the gun with, I'm a 2%, you know, and the buyer's going to get 3% or whatever. Mm -hmm. How hard are they going to negotiate for you? If they can't even negotiate for themselves mm -hmm. to get paid what they deserve, what are they going to do for you when the seller comes back and says, we want $10,000 worth of repair because this repair estimate report said we that you have to do this. We were just talking exactly. about that yesterday because yeah. there's brokerages that are you know, trying to get people to their brokerages saying we don't charge as many fees. I'm like, well, again, you're you're telling your clients you get what you pay for, but then your business model is based on we're cheaper than everybody. Like that right. makes zero yeah. sense. Right. Yeah. Okay. One thing I wanted to ask about is as new things are coming about, like solar panels and stuff like that, how does that affect what you guys do? Have y'all had to add that in and do continuing education? And how do you feel about solar panels? <laughs> That's a great question. Um, so solar panels are, are a whole loaded subject. But let's talk about from the home inspector standpoint. So home, ins uh, home inspectors have a very specific list of what's included in a home inspection. And then we have a list of what are called optional systems. These are things that home inspectors can inspect but don't have to. So those are the kind of the things I've been mentioning, sprinklers, pools, wells, septic, separate structures, right? You don't have to inspect those things, but you can. Um, 
solar panels fall completely outside of that. So home inspectors don't inspect solar panels. We don't inspect the equipment. We don't inspect anything about it except how it affects the house. So if it's mounted to the, to the roof, we're going to check those mounting plates and check for indications of water penetration. Where the cables go through the roof, we're going to check those for uh, indications of leaking and stuff like that. But the actual panels themselves, you're going to want to have a specialist come out and take a look at. One of the things that we've been running into a lot is that the panels are leased you know, and so they're having to remove the panels. And so and we can't see anything that's underneath there. So as far as we're concerned, the solar panels are going to obstruct a large part of the roof, but they also protect a large part of the roof. You don't get hail damage when you've got solar panels, right? At least you don't get it underneath the solar that panels. Area, yeah. But yeah, from the home inspector standpoint, they're not going to inspect them. I don't know of any home inspector who, ins- who inspects solar panels. It's always going to be a specialist. And things, other things in the home are going to be true like that. So like if you have a propane tank, not going to be included in a home inspection. The distribution system, all the appliances, yes, but the propane tank itself is not going to be. And so if you have a home that has weird things like that, one of the biggest home inspections I ever did had a bowling alley. A bowling alley? A bowling alley. It was beautiful. And I had to put on the report, we don't inspect bowling alleys or or related equipment. You're going to want a specialist to do that. We did a $3 million condo in Flower Mound. A $3 million condo in Flower Mound had its own elevator, you know, went from its own private lobby all the way up to their penthouse. We don't inspect elevators. So we put in the report, hey, you need to have a specialist come out and take a look Mm -hmm. at this elevator because this is beyond the scope of what we do. Well, I think too, like, this is not to, this is not to um, knock inspectors down on any level, but I think people forget they're not a licensed roofer or Mm -hmm. that's even a thing anymore, or a licensed plumber or electrician. You guys are just going in checking things out, letting us know what your opinion is. And so there are a lot of times, like you said, you're going to have to call and say, hey, I need this person to come out and look. And I think buyers sometimes will, inspectors sometimes will get the buyers kind of wound up about something that they may not, that's kind of a, not necessarily a guess, but it's their opinion, right? Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, don't get me wrong. If I walked out to a house and it's got two inch gaps in the foundation, I think we can all agree something needs to be done. Something's going on, right? (laughs) But there are a lot of houses that fit in that gray area. And that's where we go back to the dermatologist, right? We say, hey, look, you got this thing on your hand. It could be allergies. It could be eczema. It could be a heat rash, but it could also be cancer. So why don't we have a a specialist come out and take a look at it and then they do that. And that's one of the reasons you want to get your inspection done as quickly during your option period as possible. Because if you need a roofer or a foundation guy to come out, you want to have that time. Mm -hmm. And as option periods are getting shorter and shorter and shorter, you you will remember this, but option periods used to be 15, 20, 30 days. You know, that was common. Back when we, we, Option periods used to be so long. The primary way inspection reports were delivered was via U.S. Postal Mail. <laughs> we would mail it to the buyer. Like that's, that's how crazy. that's how long option periods well, used to and, be. And wow. We used to pay fifty dollars for an option period, and that was almost standard. Ten days, fifty dollars is what I remember. Yeah, yep. and and you couldn't get two hours for fifty dollars today. Mm-hmm. Not a chance. What is the most common thing like repair that you write down on an inspection report? Almost every house has it. Well, there's a lot of them now. So, like, if we're talking about, like, the safety-related items we're required to do, AFCIs goes on every single report. Um, uh, uh, Carbon monoxide detectors go on every single report. The hinge on the interior garage door goes on every single report. So there's a lot of things that are going to end up on every single report. But if we get rid of all of those, I would say the most common one that I write up is uh, loose commodes and caulk Mm -hmm. and grout repair. 
and dirty filters. So I'm going to give you three. You asked for one, I'm giving three for one special here. Okay. Um, but those are some of those common things that are super easy to fix. Yeah. I walk into a house and I'm like, you put this house on the market and you know this commode rocks all over mm-hmm. the place. It would have taken you 15 seconds to fix it and then I didn't have to write it up. You know? well, yeah. And you saved yourself several hundred dollars. It Actually, you saved yourself if you had done it in advance, got the inspection in advance, you would have saved yourself. Yeah, because they're going to call a plumber. Dollars. Yeah, they're going to say, please call a plumber yeah. to yeah. tighten the screw. Yeah, <laughs> but, but the plumber's not going to tighten the screw. What's the plumber going to do? Oh, anytime you have to tighten a thing, you have to take it all off. Yeah, put a new put seal. A new put a new ring. seal, put yeah. a new commode on, you know, and, you yeah. know, I mean, the whole nine yards. And now all of a sudden you're looking at what could have been 15 seconds with a, with a wrench is now 500 bucks. Yep. Yeah, yeah, which is crazy. Well, and our contract reads, you know, that repairs need to be performed by a licensed person in unless other, otherwise agreed. And so something is easy, even like a GFCI, even though it's electricity, it's a you know, $15, $20 Home Depot trip. But if the buyer's seeing it, they're going to want an electrician. They're going to want... So it's it's there's a lot. It, yeah. just, it just trying to save money instead of doing what's right ends up costing you more money mm-hmm. almost always. Yeah. Almost always, yeah. For sure. You know, it's just that. one of those crazy things. Well, we've got this great little section called... Tales from the Lockbox. And Jonathan, I know you have a story. Um, most of the ones I found online had something to do with duct tape. Like, I think that's the seller's answer for everything that's wrong is like, let's put duct tape on it. Makes sense. It's yeah. like the force. It's got a light side and a dark side and holds the universe together. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's good. All right. So tell us something crazy that you've seen or heard or witnessed at a home inspection. You know, this is one of the things that home inspectors love to do. When we get together, we love to talk about our horror War- stories. Horror all of yeah. these. Uh, and so uh, when you told me I may have to tell a story, I wrote down a whole list of stories, but I'm awesome. going gonna, gonna to stick to a couple that made me really, really laugh. Um, the worst home inspection I ever did was a perfectly fine house. And the people who owned it ran a multi-million dollar corporation and they let their employees live in the home while they were living somewhere else. And the only thing the employees had to do was take care of the pets. They had cats, dogs, and birds. Well, the employee's version of taking care of the pets was letting them run rampant through the house. So I was literally trying to inspect the sink. I had gloves on. I had a respirator on. I had goggles on. Like, I mean, it was disgusting there was feces and urine everywhere and i'll never forget i was draining the sink and a macaw flew right (laughs) over my head (laughs) it's just like what am i doing here why am i here do you inspect bird cages yeah we don't as it turns out z in uh, you know not not inspected right yeah absolutely so that was that was one of the wildest ones but i want i promised myself i would tell this story Uh, I was doing this inspection and this lady was selling the home and she was also the listing agent, but she was one of those ones where like she didn't own any signs. Like, was she a listing agent or was she one of those 57% of people who get a license and never sell a house? Right. right? Just her own. (laughs) And um, we had done the inspection. She called us back out because she disagreed with some of the findings in the report. And one of the things that really separates us is if if we we get something like that, we send a manager. We send a manager who's going to look at it from a third party. So you're not dealing with inspector's pride on the line here. Um, And she was like well this and this and this and all of it was not true like all of it belonged in the report and she said well try getting away from this one you guys said my house has termites and i'm like okay well let's go take a look and there were the fattest termite tubes all across the back of this property i'm like there 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 and she goes how do you know those are termites okay so i rip one open and i and i crush it in my hand and you can see the little white termites you know in my hand and she goes how do you know those are termites so i pour some of them in her hand and she looks at them and she starts crushing them with her finger and I thought 100% for sure she was going to dead look me in the eye and go, well, these are all dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
that would have been a good one. <laughs> but no, we get to see lots and lots of fun stuff. I've put, uh, I've stepped in bathrooms and just went straight through the floor. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Have you fallen through like, oh, a, like in an attic, like falling through? Just the one. It's, just it's one. a, it's a home inspector, like rite of passage that you, you put a foot through a ceiling right? at some point. Of yeah. Course. That's, that's about a, what, a thousand dollar repair by the time you're done with that. <laughs> yeah. I got a guy who does it for cheaper, but yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no, I was, uh, inspecting a mobile home that had been added onto and the part that they had added onto, they put a flat roof. So I was just walking across the flat roof and I took one step into the mobile home and boom, went straight through. Oh, oh. No. That was not good. Yeah. Yeah. But you you survived. You're yeah. You have you're both here. your legs. I know y'all can't see that. Pri- his pride's not. He has but both he of his legs. Yeah. No. I'm yeah. actually dead, and you guys are are mediums. <laughs> <Yes>. So congratulations. <laughs> well, and before we go to level up, tell us a little bit. So um, we'll put some links, but tell us about your company and where we can find you. Yeah. So uh, uh, I run Text Inspect. Um, uh, we have been a home inspection company since 1985. Uh, we have 16, 17 inspectors across the Metroplex. Um, so, um, yeah, you can hit us up online, textinspect.com. That's T-E-X-I-N-S-P-E-C.com. Uh, or just give us a call, 817-265-5452. Or for the Dallas side, 972-231-1945. Uh, it all goes to the same place. He's but practiced I that, I yeah. think. <laughs> once done or twice. It, well, done, it, done it once or yeah. twice. <laughs> that, that is fantastic. And I, I, I'll just tell you, I'm very, very pleased with what they do. So yeah. they've well, done work for my wife and I for years and, and for us personally. So I love it. Well, I have never been more excited about a level up. So Jay-Z, if you'll take it away, my yes, friend. I, I told I told uh, Sarah about this quote. So I found it on TikTok, if that can tell you how great of a quote this Close is. Close your ears, be. Jonathan. Um, so the quote <laughs> is, life is like a penis. What? It goes up, it goes down, but it won't stay hard forever. <laughs> So sometimes you just got to ride it out. So I just want to. Oh, no, you added that part. <laughs> I just want to encourage oh, anyone. No. If you're going through a hard time, I mean, life's going to get better. Yes. I oh, love it. and. <laughs> Yeah, okay. Does this podcast have a mature rating? Not, like, it did not until well, today. <laughs> this episode, we are going to have to put the explicit yes. thing on. Uh, wow, that, that is... Uh, it's a good message. It really is. I feel like there's some great truth to that. You're not going to tell that at church tomorrow, no, are you? Not, no, not no. No, no, not at all. I mean, and if I'm anyone brings it up, I'm going to deny it. <laughs> yeah, we actually have it on tape and, and video, so that's amazing. Tape. We all have right. it on tape. Yes. On VHS. On VHS, what can Absolutely. you say? <laughs> Guys, this on is... On that note. <laughs> yeah, on that note, we love the fact that you've joined us, but we really want to know what you like about our podcast. So let us know wherever you find popular podcasts. Give us a rating. Tell us what you like. This is the PB and Jay-Z Show, and we out. Just had a chat, talk this and that with PB and Jay-Z.